0: Good morning everyone. It's good to speak to you this morning. My prayer for you at this time is no matter how you are feeling, that God would reveal more of himself to you. Over the last two weeks, Trevor and Jeanette have talked about the story from Acts 12, where Peter was freed from jail. This morning, we're going to jump on a few chapters in Acts to chapter 16, where we find another story of the people of God in confinement. Paul and Silas are in Philippi. The first place in Europe where the gospel has been preached, where the good news of Jesus has been told to people. They have, been, they have seen people coming to know him and lives have been changed. They have seen miracles. But in amongst all this, they have upset some people and they have been thrown into prison. So we pick up the story in Acts chapter 16 verse 20 and I am going to be reading from the NIV. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. We are all here. The jailer called for the lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your whole household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds, Then immediately he and all his household were baptised. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. Imagine how they felt, Paul and Silas. They were ordinary people, just like you and me. You know, I think there's a tendency, isn't there, to put these guys we read about in the Bible on a pedestal and to think that they were the perfect Christian, whatever that means, whatever it is. But no, these were ordinary men, ordinary guys who knew God and had been diligently, passionately going about the work that God had given to do them. And now they find themselves in prison, they are in the inner cell, the darkest, the dampest, loneliest, most isolated place they could be. There is seemingly no way out and there's certainly no time scale for when it will end. I wonder how you've been feeling the last few weeks. For me, personally, honestly, just between us, I felt trapped. The relentlessness of this situation, the realization that the circumstances we find ourselves in in these days is very unlikely to change overnight, although we do continue to pray and believe God for miracles. But that realization has really affected me. And there have been moments, if I'm honest, where I have become overcome with sadness. But you know what? God is good. And as the people of God, we know that he has given us everything we need for every situation we find ourselves in, including this one today. Paul and Silas knew this and we see this in verse 25 when they respond to their situation by praying and singing songs. Now we know there is no magic wand. There is no formula that says this happens, I do this, then this happens. But Paul and Silas knew that their God had got them. Their God, who is greater than all authorities, greater than all circumstances, and is able to do more than they could possibly imagine, with him, they would get through this, whatever that looked like. God has given you everything you need for today We already have the tools and so no matter where you find yourselves today, no matter where your emotions or your health find you, know this. Your God, our God, is more than enough. Draw on him today, pick up the word of God, pray, worship, sing songs to him, sit in silence before him. Spend time connecting with his people, call someone up, go on a Zoom call. Call people up and encourage and draw the gold out of each other. Because it is these things that will sustain us in these days. It is these things that will cause us to understand the abundance of his grace, the abundance of his mercy and the abundance of his love. See, Paul and Silas knew that even though they found themselves confined in the physical, the spiritual reality was that they were free. And what happens? Well, as they worship, as they pray, God moves in power. The doors fling open, the shackles come off, they are free to run. But I think this is possibly the most extraordinary point of the story. No one runs, no one does. I think if it had been me, then I would have been out of there before you could blink. I would have run so fast, I may have smashed many world records. Well, maybe not. But Paul and Silas don't run. In fact, no one in the jail runs, but Paul and Silas don't run. Why? Because they saw someone who was in need. They saw someone who was trapped more than they were Someone who was in a different kind of prison. See, the jailer is free in the physical. He's in charge. He gets to go home every night. But his reaction to the jail doors flinging open tells us about the battle inside him. He was about to end his life. He was full of fear of what might become of him if he failed at his job, full of doubt about his future, scared of what might happen to his family full of hopelessness, sadness, and guilt. He is trapped and imprisoned by his feelings and he has nowhere to turn until Paul and Silas speak up. And you've heard the story. They speak to him. They tell him the story of the good news of Jesus. They introduce him to the one who brings hope, the one who is called love, and all in his household come to know Jesus. The one who said in Luke 4 verse 18, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free. Incredible. Freedom comes to the jailer. True freedom brought to him by two men who understood and had experienced true freedom for themselves. Galatians 5 verse 1 says this, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Notice this, it doesn't just say it is for your freedom, but it says it is for freedom. Our freedom is not just for ourselves, it is for those around us. Christ has set us free to bring freedom to others. His transforming power in my life changes me so that i can be a part of seeing his love change other people remember the disciples they spent three years with jesus three years in his presence being changed daily and how did it end matthew 28 verse 18 jesus says this all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Basically, Jesus is saying to them, everything I've taught you, everything I've shown you, go, go and tell others. We have to see everything we read in this book, in the Word of God. We have to see everything we read in this book through the context of the great commission go you are healed go you are transformed now go you are free now go make disciples multiply see lives transformed so what does this mean for us today what does this mean for you sat in your homes today well firstly if like i've mentioned you felt trapped confined if you felt a sense of sadness then i encourage you this is temporary. Draw on those tools that God has so lavishly given to us. Pray, read your Bible, worship, sing, encourage one another. Believe him for greater revelation of his love and his goodness in your life. Second, we need to be alert in the spirit to see those around us and see where they're at, where they need God to move in their lives and break through and where we, and we must be expectant for greater opportunities in these days. People are hungry, particularly at the moment people are hungry, even if they don't know it's for God, they are hungry for something more, something different. And we should, as Peter says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Be expectant for Jesus to further transform your lives and expect that transformation to flow to other people. And finally, perhaps you don't know Jesus. Perhaps you're sat at home and you've just watched this video on the internet and you're not even sure why, but something has resonated with you. Maybe there's a pain and a brokenness inside of you that you can't seem to get rid of. Maybe you feel trapped by the things going on around the world and you just don't know what to do. Well, this morning, I want to introduce you to Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came to earth 2,000 years ago, who died on a cross to take all our pain and struggles away and rose again three days later. In doing so, he proved that he is above all hurt, all sickness, even death. He can transform your life. He can give you hope. It doesn't mean it's always easy, but he is always with you. And if that's you, then we'd love to talk to you you can get in contact with us either by hitting the live prayer button on the screen right now or if you're on our website or by writing a comment on our YouTube or our Facebook or on the website or by emailing us at prayer at cchud.co.uk So we're going to pray now and then the worship team are going to lead us in a final song and as we listen to this song, as you listen to this song, Let the goodness of God speak to you. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that you are good in all times. I thank you that you have freed us. Lord, that you give us life. I thank you that you give us everything we need. Lord God. And Jesus, I pray in these days that you would help us to speak about your goodness help us to explain and to tell people about the reason why we have such a hope lord god that more people might come into a realization come into the knowledge of how good you are jesus god we worship you we praise you this morning amen